When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and drop us a five-star review. You know me, it's your girl, DJ Mackie, Michaela Perkins, and the one, the only, Sean DePaz. Happy Friday, everybody. This Friday is a little bit more special than other Fridays because, drumroll please, it's our two-year anniversary! Kind of. Kind Woo! of. Tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow but is officially yeah. the day, it's but the, we're celebrating the anniversary today. observed today. Yes. Anniversary observed. Two years of PHNX. Holy crap on a stick. I can't believe. That is crazy. It's been two years already of bringing you guys sports coverage of the Phoenix Sports Podcast as a company. Two years, Sean. Gone through a lot. That's a, a lot, lot of time. a lot of change. A lot of, I mean, two years ago I was still in school, so I guess it's not my <laughs> two year anniversary. I started in December. Okay, um, it's my after, two year anniversary. After, <laughs> two, December of of after the launch, so it's my what twenty two month anniversary. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you think about the old studio. The oh many, my gosh, the, the many shoe box old well, yeah, studio. The many different forms that this show would go back when you were having to find new people to be on it every yeah, week. Like, yep, this used to be like a panel show where like a bunch of rotating guests would come on. Yeah, a lot of changes. A lot of changes. We've we've come so far. Um, yeah, it's been a lot, but it's all been great. Honestly, this has been the best two years of my life. Um, for those of you that don't know, I started at DNVR in Denver, which is the mothership of all of this craziness. And uh, it was one random day in I want to say July that Brandon Spano, our CEO, came to me and said, "Hey." We're going to expand and we're going to Phoenix first. And because you have been to Phoenix, guess what? You're going to Phoenix too. And I was like, all right, let's do this thing. So I packed up my stuff. I drove my U-Haul down here and I got COVID along with my mom and my dad. <laughs> we I... all got sick and we moved into my apartment to start this thing. And I was sick as a dog. And I remember I had to launch this network. Okay. This was a the first time we were expanding. I had to launch this network. I was responsible for launching it on social media. And I had to do it in confinement in my hmm. home from my bedroom while everybody else was in studio yeah. because I had COVID. So. I mean, that was the thing. I say it's my my 22-month anniversary, but I got here. I did, one, I, I did one coyote show, and then I went on vacation for a week. And then I came back, and we were all remote for like two weeks because everyone yeah, was getting sick and getting COVID. COVID. <laughs> so I didn't, like, it was like a month after I started working here before I really got to start spending time around everybody. But, yeah, I mean, for me, I... I I remember at one time I was at I was at Cronkite, the Cronkite News Sports Bureau, and I, I turned to one of my friends and I was like, I need someone to just hand me a job. And then like less than a week later, Paula, the goat, called me into our office and was like, what do you think about PHNX? And I was just like, please, 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 please. And lo and behold, had some conversations with Saul and now I'm here. Yeah. And now back then I was a part time producer for the Coyote Show and now I do everything. Yeah. It's crazy how far we've come. Sean. Remember from... Daily Sports Report? I do remember the Daily Sports Report. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was that was me. Jeez. Yeah, I mean Chris is right. It was the shy Sean era. That was before I was Robot. I was as comfortable. So I was I was I was a little more quiet, a little more reserved. Um yeah. That's the old me, though. It's crazy how far we've come. Honestly, yeah. I'm really proud of how we started, though. I think the launch on social was super successful. The little teaser videos that everyone was dropping got everyone super psyched. Yeah. And, and I mean, then... I, I there's a lot of people around here who have like known of DMVR. I'm obviously from the East Coast, so I didn't. Yeah. So I'm just on Twitter and I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? Like, yeah. there's, there's 
I mean, we do a pretty damn good job at making a moment a moment. And yeah, I was just like, but even before, I was just like, oh, there's something happening. I don't know what it is, but there's something happening. Yeah. I don't like to toot my own horn often, but the launch strategy Why? was entirely my baby, my brainchild. <laughs> and I'm really proud of how that went. And just to think of how far we've come since that day is so, so crazy. We've added another network since then, our friends in CHGO in Chicago. We've got some more fun things coming very soon. That we're taking over the world. It's going to be sick. We are taking over. I'm not even going to lie, you guys. Like, we've got a lot of really, really big things happening really soon. We've got really M-O-O-N soon. launching next week. Yeah. We're going to be on the moon. M-O-O-N. We're going to be on the moon. Moon sports going crazy. <laughs> moon golf. Heard of it? Yeah. Insane. There's been so many fun things that happened, though. Like, I can just think back to some podcast moments. I've been my favorite. The Seth Beer walk-off, and we were chugging beer on set. Opening day last yeah. year was insane. There's been <sighs> so many Seth good Beer. moments. Yeah, no, it's been... I mean, we have... It has really been like a, it was the perfect time for this network to launch because the last two years between like good and bad, whether it's, it's, I mean, we were the benefactor views wise of the whole KD saga. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I mean, obviously like the D-backs being good now. Yeah. The Coyotes, Coyoteing. Uh, Coyote there's just Coyoteing. been a very, it's been at the very least been a very interesting time yeah. to cover the Arizona Coyotes. History making um, time. And then, I mean, the Cardinals, uh, Cardinals are a roller coaster, uh, right? But we're here they for the They got new uniforms. Yeah. Yeah, we got new uniforms. Uh, <laughs> but and no matter what, no I rings. think my favorite thing about this company is through the good times and the bad times, we are all there for each other. Our community that we've oh, built we specifically has been incredible. You guys know who you are. A lot of you are in the chat. Chris, Daniel, Charles Whittle Pike, Elizabeth, Ryan, you guys are our day ones. We're so appreciative of you. I think by far and away, my favorite thing about this company has just been the community that has built from the ground up of just diehard Arizona sports yeah. fans, people that care about the sports teams, that care about the community, that care about what we do here. And you guys are absolute best. And I think there's no really better way to show you how much we appreciate you than to kind of take you through the last, what, 48, I guess Friday was the day that we kind of all found out about this oh yeah our diehards 30 of them you guys 30 plus diehards from across the u.s in florida australia even in like across the continent okay we're talking australia came together to surprise us with gifts um for each person every staff member had a personalized gift every bag was the person's favorite color they got personal phnx little um oh, name plates oh that's why chris was asking everybody their favorite yeah, color all the okay, time that ago just hit, oh, oh my gosh shit, it just hit that me just, sean Damn. just realized why chris was asking us what i, our favorite I mean color i had was. forgotten that she was asking all the colors and i honestly hadn't even thought about the fact that they were all our favorite yeah colors. they were all Damn, our favorite colors you, our name plates had little like personal things about it Mine is that eucalyptus behind mine I don't know. Mine I says wonder, Michaela, it's your girl Perkins. So shout out to whoever came up with that. Mine says that's Sean, my tagline. fuck the Stanford tree to pause. That's very appropriate. Um, that um, so appropriate. Each of our bags had our favorite snacks, candies, and then handwritten letters from people from across the U.S. who are PHNX diehards. And I were sobbed. making me emotional. I fully sobbed. I took a picture of myself crying and I was crying like an actual baby. I was, um, I was just over here while other people were around. I'd be reading and I would just have to stop and like, I have to put my hand on my knees. I was yeah. like, fuck. But to <laughs> put this into perspective... This is a letter, and I hope Chris doesn't mind me reading this out loud. I don't think she will, but Chris, if you do, I'm sorry. But I'm going to read it anyway. Um, this is a letter we got permission. from Chris today. Dear PHNX crew, by now, all or most of you should have been aware of the second anniversary surprise. I wanted to extrapolate a little to help you all understand the basics of how this all went down. One diehard had a crazy idea that we could let you all know how much you impact our daily lives. That person contacted two others, and they were enthusiastic, so the first one got organized and reached out to a lot of others through various means. All members of the PHNX HNX fan base had um, fans that were ready and excited to contribute to the plan. The project took about two months. All told, there were about 30 people involved. There were letters from four states, including outside of Arizona, California, New York, making it a literal coast-to-coast -coast project. We also had a technology-enhanced contribution from Australia, so we are calling it global. The phrases, snacks, and gifts were taken directly or inspired by comments, snake drafts, or brackets on shows, interactions at PHNX events, or deep dives into social media where needed. If we didn't have data, we improvised. We basically, the diehards are the nicest stalkers you could ever have. The gift bags were color matched with great care, with some recon by Emma, who had no idea why Chris was asking for everyone's favorite color. Charles did so much work helping Chris with details. Daniel was there from the beginning and backup setup man if Chris got called away. Karen helped with Chris's very specific bag color size and demands. And then there was Spano. He made time amidst the chaos 
um, to contribute to all of this. And now he's so excited to find out exactly what went down. <laughs> a few diehards wrote a note to everyone. Some are just to. Some wrote just one or two. Every single word was from the heart and happily contributed. Some were mailed to Chris. Some were picked up at houses, places of employment, sporting events, and even random parking lots by Chris or Charles. No notes or cards were read by anyone that didn't want them. Chris did... Chris didn't even read the one she printed. A lot of restraint there. This background is not for accolades, but just to let you know how much we love you. Thank you and happy second anniversary, PHNX. You guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> so much work and effort went into that. I fully, I'm not even kidding. I wish you, I could show you the picture of me sobbing that I sent to some of the diehards that wrote me letters. I was sobbing like uh, a baby. Yeah. I, I am not going to go too far, too deep into detail, but there was one letter that was written about how like, uh, somebody's like kid looks up to me and i was oh, just like yeah. fuck yeah fuck yeah there I were some moments should like not that. have that amount of responsibility but <laughs> i, like, I don't know if it. i want your children to look up I, to me <laughs> they shouldn't but i appreciate it nonetheless yeah the letters are beautiful um here's the evidence of me sobbing um i don't know if you can see my tear soaked eyes from there but that's the picture of me fully crying reading these letters they were beautiful and meant a lot to me the words that you guys said about how much um, young girls look up to me, your daughters look up to me, whatever. I was blown away. I am going to get emotional talking about it now and I'm trying not to cry, but I, I appreciate you all so much. I know it meant a lot to everyone here at PHNX. We were blown away by the support and the surprise. I can't believe you guys even pulled that off. Yeah. I mean, um, wow. That's like, they got lives too. Like they got to do other stuff. Yes. outside of just me and our fans so even more impressive yeah so thank you guys so much for that there was no better way to celebrate our second anniversary as a company than with all of those surprises you guys are truly why we do what we do like i show up every day to work to make content for the diehards because i know how you guys care about our phoenix sports community i'm the same way i care about phoenix sports too um and i show up today to work every day to work for the phnx diehards so thank you guys so much that truly was the best thing ever it made me sob like a baby and and that doesn't happen very often. I'm not very emotional. Yeah, I I am not a very I mean like I not outward emotion like that, uh, but it was definitely hit me in the feels. Yes. So happy two years, PHNX. Woo! Woo Any other thoughts on our anniversary? Here's some many more. It's, yeah. I, like I said, I mean, I was joking about us going to the moon, but I I do genuinely believe that we will PHNX be on the moon one day. All city, are, are, we're going to be taking over the world. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Very very exciting things happening very very soon. So. Keep your eyes peeled. All right. So we do have some Arizona sports news to talk about, actually, because it is the best time of year with football officially back with like football that matters. It's made I even. Yeah. I mean, it's made better by the fact that like, no, I will. Is it made better or worse by the fact that the Diamondbacks are good right now? Because normally you could be like, ah, baseball season's over. I can turn the attention to football. I actually got we got more than one sport to pay I attention to right now. I agree. The Diamondbacks I are agree, still in the playoff hunt. Real I mean, yeah, I'm not complaining back. about them being in the playoffs. I just more, I got, we got to split our attention where normally we could just, yeah, basically just they're already eliminated. We could but we need a distraction from the Cardinals to be honest. True. That so, is very true. It's a great thing that the Diamondbacks are good. You know what else is good? Circle K. True. Circle K is my go-to convenience store, gas station, whatever you want to call it. Circle K is the spot. They are America's thirst stop for a reason. And you guys have to download their app and sign up for their inner circle program. Right. Have you seen the now. prices of gas recently? Um, yeah, I got, got gas the other day fully expecting it to not cost me an arm and a leg and it did and it, it did. hurt my soul maybe you should join the inner circle club and, and get I should have joined the inner circle club because you save 25 cents per gallon on your first cents, yeah. five fill-ups with the inner circle program at circle k and i should have done it because i it's making a it difference hurt, it hurts my wallet it's right now so you guys. Bad right now. it's so bad you also get every sixth selection of a circle k product for free mm. that includes pizza coffee and ice cold fountain drinks with your polar pops so join the inner circle for free by downloading the circle k app today terms and conditions apply at participating locations only visit circlek.com for details i don't understand well circle k makes me a little upset sometimes not up they don't make me upset Whenever I go to Circle K and I get like 80 ounces of, of a soda for 70 cents or whatever it is, yeah. I'm like, why Why are these other places charging me so damn much? Yeah. Like, I know damn well you don't have to. You're it's marking this soda up like at like 500%. At yeah. 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 Like, what are we yeah. talking I'm going to the D-backs game and I'm spending eight bucks on a soda. Yeah. It costs you 79 cents. Honestly, that's so valid. That's like, what are we point. What are we doing? People at Circle K, at least, at the very least, they're like, it's a partnership. Yeah. They're not, they're not trying to rob you. 
They're not robbing you. If you need to offset the Polar Pop sugarness, though, you can sign up to get some Factor Meal mm. Kits delivered to your house because Factor Meal Kits are America's you, you number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They are healthy. They are nutritious. You can get keto options. You can get vegan options. Factor is your you go-to. You can get breakfast. You can get shakes. They have so much good stuff, you guys. I've been a fan of Factor before they even started partnering with our show because I don't know how to cook. Um, breaking news, I'm terrible at cooking. I can burn water. So instead, I just order Factor. They drop the box off at my house so I don't even have to go grocery shopping because I'm lazy and I don't want to participate in grocery shopping. I just stick that little meal kit in the microwave for two minutes and it's ready to go. I don't even put it on a plate and I don't even have to do dishes because you, I'm you also lazy. You mean tell me that your fridge isn't full of fun snacks and stuff to cook? No, it's full of Factor meal kits. <laughs> 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 if you want to get it on this, I highly recommend it. They are delicious. They're never frozen meals. They're delivered straight to your door. I can't even tell you how amazing it is, you guys. I will sing it from the rooftops. Head to factormeals.com slash PHNX50 and use code PHNX50 to get 50% off. That's code PHNX50 at factormeals.com slash PHNX50 to get 50% off. There's one of Diamondbacks. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Kick that Chicago Cub ass last night, baby. In a very, in a very, in a very important time. In a very, very important time for many, many reasons. But <sighs> yesterday was very exciting if you're an Arizona Diamondbacks fan, um, because the long-awaited debut of the one, the only Jordan Lawler. Yeah, baby. Bow, 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 bow. Um, Jordan Lawler was the tenth-ranked overall prospect in MLB's minor league system. He was one of the highest-ranked prospects, if not the highest, I think, in the Diamondbacks uh, system. He is uh, here. He made his debut yesterday. We found out that they were going to give him the call on Wednesday. He debuted on Thursday. And I'm not going to even lie to you, Sean. I kind of shed a tear of happiness. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Like, I I think we talked about about a lot in the D-back show is like, obviously, this team has been not as great or as consistent as they were in the first half of the year. The same can be said for a team like the Chicago Reds or the Chicago Reds, the the, the Cincinnati Reds, um, (laughs) who went through like a very similar thing. They called up L.A. De La Cruz. They were not playing that well. well. They called up L.A. De La Cruz and it injected all of this energy into the team. They started winning a bunch of games. Obviously, that's fallen off a little bit but there's like not a whole lot of time left in the season and every game matters so if you can get i mean if you can get just like an injection of energy from him being called up and um i don't know if you saw corbin's reaction to when he first learned that lawler was getting up but someone had said it looked like he just found out uh the girl he had a crush on was single finally (laughs) like he he got a little eyebrows up and he's like oh really uh, like you can tell that they're, they're, they're like the excitement. And then if also he can be really good, then like this makes this team really dangerous down the stretch. Um, yeah. And obviously, yeah, Ryan said this is a huge series against the Cubs. It could not yeah. have come at this a better time. This is the biggest. The next they play the Cubs twice. Um, yeah. Four game with series a little break in that the they're middle. in the middle of right now. And then another one. The this three is games the next biggest weekend. series of their season. Yeah. I mean, Point it, blank between this, these four and the, the three uh, next weekend. And absolutely. Because a, a this is like. A team that you're competing in the wild card with. Well, uh, let's show them the wild card standings yeah. to give them some context. Because why I mean, this is so huge. The 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 Cubs are more than likely locking up the second wild card spot as it stands right now. They got a three yeah. game lead, but we'll see what happens in this game right now and obviously the rest of the series. But I you mean, I, if, if the series for the, the, the Diamondbacks sweep the series, they were sweep. if they sweep the they series, they tied. take the second or. Well, they would have the head-to-head at that yeah, point. Yeah, and they so, but yeah, so they'd be they second, second, but yeah. they still have three more games to play. At yeah. Chase, yeah. But at that point, the Cubs couldn't take over the the tiebreaker at the very least. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously the series is huge, and then you look at what what's going on below them: Miami and Cincinnati, both only being a half game back, San yeah. Francisco being two and a half games back. Which I didn't fully realize. What happened to the What happened to the Giants? What happened? You guys were in a playoff spot for so long. What happened to you guys? Mm, sorry about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously you. Every single game matters. Tori said a few weeks ago that he thinks this is going to come down to the last game yeah, of the series, and it's certainly that. feeling like it because it has been there has been about a half game, one game separating these three teams in this for this last wild card spot for the like last month. It feels like um, so the series is huge, and and hopefully Lawler. I mean, he did yesterday not directly. He got a hit, but I mean, he, he, the Diamondbacks looked good yesterday. Already made a great defensive play um, on a strike him out, throw him out in this game right now between the against the Cubs. He, he seems like he's going to be pretty good. Um, but again, even if he's not, 
if he can just provide like an injection of energy to the team at a time where they very desperately need it, yeah. it's going to be big. I have a feeling that his impact is going to be bigger than anyone expected. Like Sean said, yesterday was his debut and he, at his first at bat, hit a single. Um, not that it was the most impressive thing in the world, but what was impressive was the fact that he was zooming. Yeah. And he I mean, beat out a throw. Like it was impressive how fast talented. he got to that bat. And, and I mean, let's be, we got it. Like Lawler, I, Scouts and stuff like that have kind of cooled on him recently, but like for the longest time, he had like he was supposed to be like a bona fide major league baseball star. Yeah. And I think he still can accomplish that. And I think a lot of people who have quote unquote cooled on him still think that that's the ceiling. They don't they might not be the most likely outcome still, but like yeah. even then he is a he is a player with like plus tools mm-hmm. at the most important position in the infield yeah. or third base, depending on how they use him in Perdomo. But like it yeah, man, like he could end up being like a very good major, like if not one of the best major league shortstops in all of the Especially game. Obviously not this season. Yeah, I think what I'm most excited about is the defensive tools that he has. He kind of showed them off yesterday when he had that beautiful, yeah, gorgeous just, stop at the bottom of the fourth. It's youth, and I know we're going to talk about it in a second, but like uh, as far as obviously he replaced more, essentially replaced Nick Ahmed, and like. No, I mean, Nick Ahmed was still really good defensively, but he, he was obviously older. He didn't have the arm strength. He didn't. He wasn't nearly as fast as, as Lawler is, obviously. So, again, I think it goes back to he could, has the potential to be really good, but just having that youth, that, that like it provides energy. And then, like we saw a lot of the first half of the season, speed creates chaos, and that's yeah. how this team won a lot of games. And obviously... Imagine Corbin Carroll and Jordan Lawler just zooming around the bases. Yeah, and, and I mean, they Pure might not chaos, even be... Chaos like, on the base paths. And we still got Jake McCarthy <laughs> down in AAA. Obviously, Alec is fast in his own right. Um, Geraldo thinks he's faster than, than Corbin Carroll. I don't know about all that, but Geraldo is not a slow guy. Gabby is fast for a catcher. Like this team's got speed, speed, speed. I mean, even Tommy Pham, he's old and he's got speed for a guy who's 80 years old. Um, like this team, uh, Sorry, Tommy. I mean, he's, uh, he's, I was obviously being dramatic, He's, but he's obviously one of the older, he's not Corbin and Lawler. He's one of the older guys on the team. Right. So like this team, it has the ability to create chaos. And, and I think that can be the great equalizer. If you're playing a team like, like, I mean, like the Cubs who on paper have a significantly, who are a better team than the D backs on paper, or you get to the postseason If you end up having to play a team like the Dodgers or the Braves speed can, like I said, be a great equalizer. Um, so and I think the the reason that they called him up was all valid. I think it was the perfect time to call him up. But if you look you at his to. 2023 minor league stats, homeboy was raking. He had a 278 batting average, which is not terrible. Yeah, um, and I mean, it's... His he, OPS was 874, though, which He struggled great. early on, too, which yeah. makes these even more impressive. Like, He's hit it, 20 home runs. Yeah. 67 RBIs. I believe the day before he got called up, he had a two home run game. 36 stolen bases. Like yeah, that, he's, he's driven good, 90, man. Like he has 95 runs. Like he's doing really great. So I think that he's going to provide exactly what his team needs at the perfect time. So I'm really glad that the Diamondbacks called him up when he did because I think it was the best timing. No. Oh yeah, I mean you needed to do it now. Like we yeah. said, every game matters, and you could not afford to lose more games. And the reality is that this makes this team better. Um, and. and or at least it's not going to make the team worse. worse yeah. Um, so it it needed to happen. You could not afford to lose more games. And I think especially off the back of that Rocky series, which was not nearly as smooth as it should have been. Obviously, no, no. Sunday ended up being be, ended up being a big win, but it didn't seem like it was going to be like that Mm-mm. for a while. Um, I was panicking. Yeah, I was, too, because if you lose that series to the Rockies, then it's like, oh, Dear God, oh hurting. God! I'm glad they won because I had said this on the DBS the other day. I think the the vibes around Lawler getting called up would have been very different if they yeah. had lost that game. It would have felt much more like a desperation move. But totally um, yeah, it's it's just very. Uh, it made the team better um, at the most crucial time of the season. Yeah. Well, speaking of making the team better, obviously because Lawler was called up, a counter move had to be made. Mm-hmm. And that counter move just so happened to be DFAing Nick Ahmed, who was the shortstop for the Diamondbacks. For the last decade. For the last decade, Nick Ahmed was the longest tenured Diamondback player on the roster. He spent 10 years on the Major League roster. Um, obviously, we all know if you've been watching the season, it hasn't been Nick's best season. Um, he has a negative, had a negative 0.1 war. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Not the best. And, I mean, he was only the, batting two twelve. The story, yeah, the story with him goes deeper because in the sense that, like, and I know, and then we'll watch the clip in a second. But he acknowledges that, like, one of the the reasons the move was made is because of his inability to hit against lefties, which has been yeah. kind of his calling card. He had really weird reverse splits this year, and it's something that we've talked about on the show a lot. It made it really hard to know how to use Nick on that because he wasn't hitting good against lefties. 
but he was hitting really good against righties, but that that matchup on paper doesn't make any sense. But then, so you start him against righties, but then they switch pitchers, and then you keep him in the whole game because he's supposed to be good against lefties, and that matchup makes sense on paper, but he's not hitting well. So it's just like he became it became very hard. And then obviously, like I mentioned, he was a little older. Arm strength wasn't there. He still had great range. He but, made a lot of a uh, lot of stupid fielding mistakes and errors. He, I mean, he had it's just that his arm. He was the just, amount of I mean, times that E six was on the scorecard was atrocious. I don't think he was that bad he was he was still good with like he was defensively was the one thing that like kept him on this team I think it was his, his range again his arm had fallen off significantly and that's tough being on that side of the, the field and I think that definitely reared its ugly head on a, on a few occasions but like ultimately this this move was made for offensive reasons like yeah. the offense had been had been yes been idle more or less for a while now. Yeah. Um, and the game, even the games they were winning were not because the offense was coming out. And, yeah. and like I said, he even it, Hazen told Knicks directly that like it, this move was made to address their problems against lefty pitchers. Um, and if they can do that, then this team again becomes a lot more dangerous. Cause there was plenty of times and this is not directly specifically Nick Ahmed, but there's plenty of times where you look at this lineup throughout the year and you're like, ah, that doesn't really like get me going. At all, and yeah. not that not, not not now that I look at Nick Ahmed or, or I look at Jordan Lawler and I'm like, oh, they're gonna have to pitch around this guy because he's he's deadly. But it's just it's again it's new energy, and you see so many times with young guys they get to the league, pitchers don't know how to attack them right away, and they just rake off rip. And so even if it was kind of like a comparable thing, I think you have a potential to get some really just a, a, a bigger contribution offensively from from Jordan Lawler. Um, over these next couple of Speaking weeks. Speaking of which, he is currently at the plate, first and second, nobody out top Ooh. of the eighth inning. Ooh, let us know what happens. First play by play ribby from incoming. Fage. Fage he didn't, he didn't get a ribby. He tried to lay down a bunt, and it was about the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But it hit off the front of the plate, oh, so dang. they called it foul. Um, but it would have been it would have been disgusting. Yeah. Like it was just dead. Yeah, I mean this this the move makes sense in every way, shape, and form. Nick was really struggling this year. When you have someone like Jordan Lawler waiting in the wings, you can't make the excuse yeah. of not using and him again, and not utilizing him and this calling him up was not in the middle of a playoff race they don't make this move yeah they they i think they wait on jordan lawler they let nick ahmed finish out the season i don't think anybody wanted to see like nick ahmed in in general obviously once you got to this he part of the out. season he uh, out. once you got to this part of the season you realize that like it was a move they needed to meet, uh, make of course you want them to make that move but yeah. I mean in general like no one wanted the tenure to end like this right no. you would rather you'd rather let I, him I, retire in the offseason right off yeah, of the whatever I agree but like you said this move had to be made now because they are in the middle of a playoff it's a victim race of circumstance for sure. and I'm glad that Hazen wasn't just sitting on his hand saying like oh well we'll just like see what happens we'll write it out let Nick Ahmed fe- like finish out the season no like this move needed to be made now yeah. we needed to get and, Jordan Waller here we needed to let him shine so that we can give ourselves yeah. the best chance of making that final push to get into the playoffs because if you guys remember the playoff picture it's a close close it race is. they it's are only a half game above the next closest person in that wild card spot and they are in a crucial part of their yeah. season they're playing the cubs now they play them again in like a couple days they've got the giants on their schedule and the giants are on their heels too so it's yeah. just we couldn't I, sit around and wait i like, think yeah and i think that's important because we saw that early on with the mad bum move that like and I think that's when one of the big criticisms against Hazen and Kendrick has been like whether them them not wanting to be aggressive, not spend money. And like I, I get that that's been kind of their MO in the past and people are still concerned about Kendrick's willingness to spend money. But like he is eating these contracts like Nick Ahmed was making 10 million this year. I think uh, Mad Bomb was making who God knows what. And, and they realized that if we want to win games, it doesn't matter what it costs. We're going to have to eat these contracts. And I think that's really good for the fans to see that like. The, these the front office Wants knows what we have here. They know what we're doing. Like they and they they want to win, and they're going to. They got to make a, a tough move to do it. They're going to do it. I, they didn't, Hazen didn't. I don't think took any joy in making Nick Ahmed cry. No. Like he. That's not what he did not want to make that move. From and on like a personal perspective, I don't think honestly, anyone wanted to see him leave that organization. If I don't have any attachment to him, I would have done it earlier. To be honest. Probably. I mean, I think I think the money is important, right? Like, I think that's why it took so long for Bad Bum is, is you would rather if you're going to be paying them this money, you would rather him figure it out. And I think obviously it got to a point. It came to a head where like they didn't have any more time. They needed to make the move. Yeah, um, I would have done it earlier, but I understand why they waited yeah. and why they did it now. And I mean, I, th- I think especially with how part of the reason why they signed Longo, for example, is because they have so many young guys. They want that leadership and 
even if his baseball skill had diminished, like that was one thing that didn't. I think yeah. I, obviously Nick Ahmed was well respected in within the organization, um, and I think he provided a lot of leadership. But one thing that we talked about in the D-backs, which makes this a little all kind of ironic, is that Jordan Lawler specifically talked about in spring training how much he worked with Nick Ahmed, and obviously, obviously Lawler ended up more or less taking the spot, but. Like he he's he's great, and I think one thing I said and I've seen on Twitter is he would make a hell of a coach. Yeah. Like if whether or not his his career is over, Jesse Jesse said the other day that he still thinks he has a spot in, in Major League Baseball. So we'll, we'll see. But whenever his career ends, like if he would be a terrific member of this organization as some as a coach of some of, in in some way. Yeah. So. Obviously, he was really well respected in the locker room. He's a great community guy. He was really involved um, with the Faith and Family Nights with the Diamondbacks organization. Um, he was always willing to go out and do the D-backs Community Cares program. So, um, spending ten years in a major league organization is nothing to shake a finger at. And you know, it was a tough move for the front office to make, obviously, because he'd been in the building for so long. And um, the media, especially our Jesse Friedman, was there. After it was announced and his reaction was a little hard to watch, but this is what Nick Ahmed had to say. Just disappointed, obviously. Um, spent a long time here. Just gave it everything I got. You know, just gonna miss the guys, the team. Um, you know, what happens to other guys, it sucks. You know, you feel for them and you miss them, and just the hard part of our game, you know, just 10 years and ripping a band aid off in 10 minutes. Oh, that's hard to watch. Yeah, I ten mean, years that, and ripping the bandaid off in ten minutes. It is oh. the it's the tough part of of the industry. Like at the end of the day, it is a business. And again, I I don't think anyone wanted it to end for Nick Almond like this in the, the grand scheme of things. It is like, yeah, I mean, it, it obviously is unfortunate. But at the end of the day, they're in the business of winning baseball games, and and this is how things. I mean, like you said, you it's. He's been doing this for 10 years. He knows how this works. He's seen it happen to a bunch of other guys. And again, obviously it was very difficult for him, but I think he, even he, like he said, was fully aware that this is, he just wasn't doing his job yeah. this year. I mean, that's kind of what has to happen. Realistic about the situation, which he was um, definitely sad to see, but we thank Nick Ahmed for the 10 years he spent in the Valley. Um, obviously he meant a lot to a lot of uh, people and a lot of young kids looked up to him. He was a fan favorite at uh, the D-backs fan days when they did them before the season started. So Thank you, Nick Ahmed, for the 10 years. Um, we wish you the best of luck in whatever is next. But I'm excited to watch Lawler ball out. Mm. And um, if we take a look at the upcoming schedule for the Diamondbacks, they are finishing out this four-game series with the Cubs, which started yesterday. Uh, it's still 0-0, right, Jacob? No score. Yeah, 0-0. Zero, still zero. first and second. Although, Corbin, I don't know if that ball was caught or not. But if it wasn't, if it... Oh, what is it? Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't <laughs> caught, there's a run. It's kind of all over the place. <laughs> if it wasn't um, caught, I think a run scored. Okay. Hey, Derek, did a run score? Nope, no, we don't know. What's I don't happening. know. What's we'll, we'll Jesse just you. said he didn't catch yeah, it. But okay. Saya, Saya tried to slide and make a catch. We're not watching the oh, game. Oh, that, that, that definitely hit the ground. So a run so, scored? Sure. Sure. Okay. The scoreboard hasn't updated it. We don't know. All right. Well, they are finishing out this four-game series with the Cubs. They're halfway through it after today. And then they're taking on the Mets. And then they're back home against the Cubs and the Giants. And that stretch of five games is so, 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 so crucial. Like I said, the Cubs are just ahead of the Diamondbacks in the wild card race. And then the Giants are nipping at the heels of the Diamondbacks to get into the race. And secure that wild card spot. And the Yankees suck, so that'll be nice. Um, the White, White Sox, Sox are also, also terrible, which will be nice. And I don't, I haven't watched anything Astros related, so I have no idea how they're uh, doing. The Astros are pretty good. They're still the Astros, man. Okay. They're, they're in the middle of that AFC or the AL West race. Um, so that's going to be. We were talking about this again on the D back show. Like I have a very dark, dark, like <laughs> nightmare, reoccurring nightmare that the season is going to be like ninth inning tie game and Jordan Alvarez Stop. is going to step up to the plate. Why? Everyone bring your trash cans to, uh, to Chase <laughs> yeah. Field and bang on your but trash can. It, uh, game. I mean, it's going to be a very interesting, we got some real challenges there and you got some, some Walks teams that you should be able to beat, but I'm not going to say walk in the park because the Rockies should have been a walk in the park and they were far from it. Um, this is true. So, I mean, it's still major league baseball, right? Uh, everyone's going to be competing and at the, especially that Astros series, like, those might be those those depending on how that series goes, it could be a situation where the winner of that series makes the playoffs and the losers the loser doesn't. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be 
Going to be high stakes. Going to be a lot of scary hours over yeah. this next month. A lot of scary hours. A lot of holding on for dear life. So strap in Diamondbacks fans. It is going to be a roller coaster. But I have faith in this team. I'm honestly so shocked. The fact that it is September 8th and the Diamondbacks are 73 and 68 just is kind of mind blowing to me. I'm so proud of this team and how they've delivered way above my expectations personally this season. So yeah, it'll be interesting it, it to see is, what they yeah. do. I, I'm. Very excited. Yeah. And I, I'm really happy with the moves I made too. I'm happy oh, with the yeah. here. I was talking, we were talking about this with you guys the other day. Like, it's just such a privilege to be able to like standings watch, watch at this a time good of the year. Team. Well, yeah. not even just that, because like you could be a Dodgers fan and you watch a good team, but like it's so exciting to be sitting here and like every game matters. You got to check this. The not only does this game matter, but every other game in the National League matters and you're constantly watching other scores and other standing and the standings. And it's like, it, this is, this is what makes, being a sports fan exciting is, yeah. is the the kind of the ups and downs, the conflict, the not knowing what's going to happen. I'm sure being a Dodgers fan is plenty of fun. Like they know they're going to make the playoffs and be competing for a World Series. But like this is a run did score, by the way. We're here. So one nothing D-backs top. Eat your heart out, Cubbies. Let's uh, go. It is. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's I mean, geez, can't say it enough. Leave it's it to Corbin. Great time to be a D-backs fan. Yes. Yeah, leave it to Corbin. Absolutely. We love standing watching. It gives us a lot to do. But if you want to put your money where your mouth is and show up and support these snakes because they need our butts oh, yeah. in seats, head on over to the Game Time app and purchase some tickets. You guys, Game Time is the best place for last minute ticket deals because their ticket deals are insane. It is so crazy how cheap there are tickets available and on I'll Game say Time. This, like, it's not, I get that these are D-backs. Have you been to a Cubs game at the D against the D-backs? Like, those are. There's people there. Yeah. It's not like these are cheap just because uh, no one's going to the game. Yeah. Like, so we need to buy all heads. the tickets so that the Cubs fans can't get the tickets and cheer for their oh, team. The Cubs fans more, have the tickets already. We need trust, more Diamondbacks but we need, fans there. We need to fill them up because I'll be damned if we're be in the damned. middle of a wild card spot and we are getting the Let's Go Cubs chants are out oh. are drowning out the Let's Go D-backs chants. That'll make me so Show mad. Show up and support the team. Show up and support the team. Download the Game Time app See, and get your tickets. Our Game Time Tang game time game of the week is tank. the upcoming chicago cubs at the arizona diamondbacks series you can get tickets for the series as low as 19 dollars. you guys and that's a giveaway night it's a serpientes cat that's giveaway. the serpientes giveaway night so get your tickets on game time go support the diamondbacks do not let cubs fans take over chase field i will be so upset at all of you if smart, you don't smart use the on game the d-backs they should they should have done the Corbin Carroll or Zach Gallon Babelhead night this series. I, mean, they, I feel they like they need to be so. a little smarter yeah, about but how like they if deploy. If you're at the beginning of the season planning out the promotional schedule, you're like, hmm. But I'm, well, I'm not. I'm saying this more from a uh, you know Cubs fans are showing up. The only like the the, the best D-backs crowds you get are when you give away a bobblehead or you give away a throwback jersey. So like do that on this series and. Like you're gonna, you're not gonna have to worry about regardless of how the season's going. You're not gonna have to worry about as much as as about the the Cubs fans. Um, it's a damn shame the Yankee series is on the road because if it was here, I would say you got to bring out the pinstripes for that. Give them more flashbacks. So get your tickets to the Cubs game. <laughs> get your tickets to the Cubs series. Use the Game Time app now. Download it. Create an account and use promo code PHNX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Go shut up the Cubs fans, you guys. This is such a huge series. This is so crucial for the D-backs. Get your butts in your seats and be there and be loud. We also want to give a quick thank you to our friends at Spaghetti Shack. They fed the office. Mm. This week they gave us and sauce, Italian sausages this week. Yeah, we got some Italian sausage this week. Been a long time since so I had a good Italian good. sausage. I'm a, uh, I was going to say something crazy for a second, but I <laughs> love Italian Shack sausage. is the best. They're ASU alum owned and operated. They have so many, so so many locations for you to go get some spaghetti, meatballs, garlic bread, a few other mm. fan favorites. Mm. Their mission is to provide quality, affordable food as quickly as possible. And let me tell you guys, it is so good. I love Spaghetti Shack. They're even better than garlic bread. It's just bread, butter, and garlic. Yeah. Like, good garlic bread. And then it's not like, you know, a little frozen. Like, they take big loaves of bread, slice the motherfuckers in half, <laughs> give you big pieces of garlic bread. They it's hook so you up. Good. So good. So thank you to Spaghetti Shack for feeding the office. Spaghetti Shack is celebrating their new ASC location with a grand opening on... It already happened. So shout out to them for opening their ASU location. <laughs> the you can get your spaghetti, one meatball, and garlic bread now at any spaghetti shack throughout the valley. They're uh they're great. So go get some spaghetti. It's delicious. All right. 
Football is officially back. Football that matters is back, which is Did you watch great. last night? Did you guys watch any of the um, game last night? Yeah, I watched last night. And watching Patrick Mahomes lose was so amazing. I love watching my teams win, but I also love watching Patrick Mahomes lose. I just so love being it, I just City. love being right more than anything. Suck and it. I tried to tell people that the Lions were better Seven in the trenches. Points was too much. It was too and the Lions are better in the trenches. It's a fact. And they were. Listen. And that offense is good. They were going to be able to hang up. I just thought the trends were going to be the difference in the war. I have a personal vendetta against the Kansas City Chiefs from now and for always. You can write, I hate Kansas City Chiefs on my gravestone when I die. Watching them lose last Chiefs night. Are, I want to oh. like the Chiefs, man. No. I liked the Chiefs. No. They've made me hate them. No. Like, I liked Patrick Mahomes. No. I Kermit like Andy Reid. No. But between oh, like the Andy way Reed. that the fans have treated Mac and I specifically <laughs> and the the, you know... The Buffalo Bills specific interactions with the Kansas City Chiefs of the last few years. I have to hate the team and it's it sucks. It's it's I don't want to be like that, but I hate you. I loved every second of watching them lose last night. And now we will get to watch the Cardinals take on the Commanders on I Sunday. I thought you were gonna be like, and now we'll get to watch the Cardinals lose. No. I was like, Damn. <laughs> now we'll watch the Cardinals take on the Commanders on Sunday. Josh Dobbs will be getting the start at quarterback, which we were all anticipating to happen. Yeah. What? They still yeah. haven't announced okay. it. Okay, hypothetically, we yes. It was always. It was always Josh Dobbs. Dobbs will be starting at quarterback, and if he doesn't, I will quit my job. Um, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting game. David Blau, so you are QB1. Is yeah. he still on the roster, or did he get cut? No, I think wow. he got cut. It was because it's Driscoll, right? It's Driscoll that they kept? Yeah. Driscoll, um, too, and then Dobbs? Today at practice. They, I thought they kept Driscoll. I don't know. Kelvin Beecham was the only one that was missing at practice today. He has a little bit of a hand issue going on. So we will potentially be missing um, one of our tackles on Sunday. Zach Ertz is also still questionable for Sunday. We all were anticipating him to come back, but at practice today, Jonathan Gannon says, we'll see how it goes. His status is still uncertain. I would love for Zach Ertz to come back. Um, the sooner, the better, in my opinion. I think we need as many people that are veterans to be downfield to yeah. help Josh Dobbs as I possible. Mean, yeah, I think I am always, I mean, I know Dobbs is not a rookie, but he's young and slightly inexperienced. And I, I scream this from the rooftops anytime they get the opportunity. Nothing I love more than an inexperienced quarterback and a good tight end because, you, you know, they, they they get under pressure. They need a check down. They need a, a safety valve. They go to the big target in the tight end. And I think I, I, I know like McBride, like specifically J Johnny is a huge fan of, of McBride. And I think, you know, if, if Ertz doesn't get to play, then it's it's. I'm an also a fan of McBride. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, it's an opportunity for him. But I think in this specific situation, having that veteran, and I mean, Zach Gertz is one of the best tight ends in football at a point. Obviously, yeah. he's a little older now and past his prime, but he's still. Trey McBride won the, be the yeah. best tight end award. Yeah, Trey McBride's very good. I just think specifically, so. like in this, in this specific situation, having an experienced uh, tight end like that, like Zach Gertz, yes. could be huge for, uh, especially, I mean, Kami's defense is solid. It, 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 they've got some, some solid players on that side of the ball. So um, I think. Ha all of that considered, it would be huge for, for Dobbs specifically, but in the team in general, to have uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah, absolutely. We're already missing enough important people. We don't want to add another one to that list. I would love to see it if Zach Ertz could be there on the field on Sunday, but it remains to be seen. Hopefully, we'll get an update and we'll not be flying blind into whether or not he will or will not be on the field, but we'll those see. decisions are normally game time decisions. What are you expecting out of this game on Sunday? A win, a loss? I'll say I think the, the Cardinals are winning on Sunday. Um, I think it's going to be a weird. I think the weather's supposed to be pretty bad, right? I think there's thunderstorms. Sam Thunder Howell versus Josh Dobbs is going to be quite the matchup. Well, I, I think if the weather's bad, yeah, it's it's supposed to thunderstorm. Then I'm taking the running back matchup. I'm take I'm taking the I'm taking James Conner. James Conner, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, yeah, I think James Conner is going to be the most important player on that team, and I maybe I guess it's uh, what's the uh, Alabama. The one Ryan Brian Robinson, Robinson yeah. Jr. Yeah. yeah. Any men wish death upon me. But um yeah, no, I I think if the weather is bad and it ends up being like a really mucky game where they just kinda kinda have to, you know, run the ball, pound the rock. Like I think the advantage goes to the Cardinals in that situation yeah. um, just because of how, how much I believe in James Conner. So uh, I mean, kind of regardless, I think they'll win. I think it's a little bit of a you know, people are acting like the Cardinals are an absolute joke, which I understand. But have we paid any attention to what the commanders have been over the last decade? 
an even bigger joke. So mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like oh they it's, definitely it's a lose the foregone o- conclusion. They lose the win- the owner race too. Well, not anymore. They have a new owner. Oh, that's they, they right. Sold they do. It, yeah. This is so their first year. That's the one thing I'm scared about. Like maybe they got rid of Dan Snyder and the curse has been lifted and they're gonna be good all of a sudden. If that's the case, then we'll see. But I don't believe in oh. Sam Howell. I don't believe it, and. I, I, I think Dobbs has the capability of just kind of, you know, keeping course, being a little bit of a game manager, especially if it's a run heavy attack. Um, so I think, I think, you know, if you're betting on it, there might be some value on the cards. And I think the Cardinals might, I don't think the Cardinals are going to be nearly as bad in general as people think they're going to be this season. I hope not. Especially I really if don't Kyler comes back. Kyler, Kyler's a dynamic player. He can make things happen. They have, they have solid players at parts. Like if when Marquis Goodwin's fully healthy, he's good. Obviously James Conner's good. Um, they might have the best safety in, in all of football on Buda Baker and, and, and defense, on defense. Uh, not to mention they spent a six overall pick on a tackle. So the line's going to be better, which is going to be great for Kyler when he comes back. Like I, I don't think this team's going to be nearly as bad as I think they are. And I think the commies are a great spot for them to prove that point. Yeah, I really hope not because I don't really want to suffer through more bad football. I don't know what it is, but when there's not good football to watch, it really kind of makes me sad. Like when my teams are bad, I just like, check out completely a football season like i'm not the type of person that will just like invest emotionally into like other like storylines or teams during football season um, especially because i'm not for, well yeah i'm not playing fantasy this year which is my fault but um yeah so i just like besides like putting on football to take a nap like when my teams are bad it just makes it really sad for me and i just get yeah. so disinterested and, and that, that's one season. thing about the cardinals is i think and, and there's something i've heard the cardinals could talk about is that like there's things there's nothing worse than having a bad team that's also boring. Yeah. But Ooh. there's stuff here to, I think, be really interested in with this team, whether that is the performance of, of their six overall draft pick in, in, in Paris Johnson. Um, whether it's, I mean, I'm really interested in see, uh, see how Michael Wilson performs. That's a guy that I've heard a lot about in this camp. Um, and then, obviously, eventually the return of, of Kyler. They got New Jerseys. Um, so there's, there's, there's things, I think, to be interested in with this team and, and to kind of keep track of, even if they aren't ultimately, you know, pushing for the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I'm just glad that we have real football that matters back and they'll be styling out. Allegedly, they're supposed to be wearing their all red uniform combo because the commanders will be in white. Yeah, I think they expected it to be a little hotter that game. Yeah, Um, um, we'll see how that goes. But very excited. I'm just looking forward to the black. I want to see them pull out the all black. Listen, I think I know the uniforms get hated on, but when you're on watching them on TV and you can't see the details, I don't think think they're that bad. I like, I don't think they're that bad. I like the shade. I mean, I don't think they're good. But I think they play well on TV, especially the whites, which I'm so I'm kind of sad they're not wearing them this week. I disagree. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Real football's <laughs> back. You know what else is really great to be happy about? Oh, geez. I might be taking mm. an OGs on Sunday because we're going to have to see oh. how that game goes. Are you kidding me? That's how you, that's, those are my Sundays. Yeah. I, OG I, Sundays. Oh, I, I, I get, I wake up because the Bills game, well, Bills game is usually at like 10. I wake up, I throw on my Bills sweatpants, <laughs> I make some coffee. If the Cardinals are all also playing that day, I might throw on like one of my PSN Cardinals shirt that day. Because listen, I know I I'm out here as a Bills fan. I want the Cardinals to be good. Like I'm, I don't not like I'm rooting against them. Um, and then pop OGs, load up on Circle K snacks throughout the day, and I'm just I'm literally sitting in my chair, AC blasted, blanket on, just watching football all day. Highest shit off the OGs. Yeah, you'll love to see it. So if you want to participate in some OGs, make sure you head to your local dispensary and pick up their mixed bags option. They have combined the fruits and the creams into one bag, and it is the mm. best thing on the face of the planet. You can also check out their Happy Balance gummies, which are my personal favorite, strawberries and cream flavored. They are a balance of THC and CBD. So definitely check those out. You can go to instagram and check them out on social at og's brands you can also go to your local dispensary you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly and head on over to ogsbrands.com to find a dispensary near you you can also definitely pop a four peaks bottle or can them and on, uh, um, drink some beer on an NFL on the Sunday. Show. there's literally nothing better than to show. enjoy beer and football it goes hand in hand and mm. um i think the hazy ipa is what i will be indulging in on sunday while i'm watching the cardinals play the commanders but four peaks has the absolute best beer selection it is brewed right here in arizona and there's really no better option for you than Four Peaks. So head on to your local grocery store. You can go down to their 8th Street Pub and watch some games mm. there. Make sure you can pick up some Kilt Lifter. It is also pumpkin porter season. Dude, um, I, Four Peaks is going to be, the 8th Street Pub is going to be the place to be. Listen, 
when the weather gets a little cooler and it starts really feeling like football season, nothing like being in, in the A Street pub with, you know, like a pumpkin porter and some of the, they make football food. Yeah. They, they make, make football, football food. Football food. Sure. At, might be the spot for for football Sundays. Yes, and it is that time of year because Oktoberfest is around the corner. Hmm. Their haunted brewery tours are coming back. Did you so go to that last year? I did not. I'm a scaredy cat. Uh, <laughs> I don't I, like anything like that. I am not a haunted. The best part was when the did you you went right? No, no I didn't go. Yeah, I'm, so the best I'm part, a scaredy cat. I, we're I all standing there and he's telling a ghost story, and then um, one of the brewery vats like the big vats yeah. of beer it lets off this giant hiss like at the perfect moment that's good i'm pretty sure that's hey the, i mean Saul I, jumped from one end of the room to the other listen i went we, i mean we went on the tour once we first kind of started this partnership with four peaks and we went on just the regular tour of the brewery and i was like i can see why you turn the lights off it gets dark some of that place that's why i didn't go because i'm i am a scaredy cat but if you're the kind of person that likes uh i think they were just on tv recently like a haunted ghost uh, like a ghost hunters thing uh, somewhat recently. But if you're the kind of person that lives for like haunted houses and stuff like that, four piece, a street pub. Um, I don't like that negative energy. I don't invite that into my life. I reject anything that has to do with ghosts or demons. So I won't be there. But if you want to go, definitely do it. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find your favorite ghosts brewery tours demons. and events. I don't think there's like any I said, demons at Oktoberfest and the haunted brewery tours are coming back. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be on 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our second anniversary show. I cannot believe it's been two years of PHNX. What a crazy ride it has been. Oh, you guys are all the absolute best. Connor, Charles, thank you so much for everything that you did. Charles, Chris, Elizabeth, Ryan, Rick, Daniel, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. You guys are the absolute best. Any final thoughts before we depart to our second anniversary show, Sean? No, I just appreciate all y'all. Like I, I get on here and I say crazy shit all the time and y'all support me nonetheless. Yes. Um, you guys are ride or dies. I appreciate that. I'm pretty sure I could like do a call to action on my Twitter account and like I would have people show up with pitchforks. And yeah, you have too much power. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked. Like I feel like I'm just a girl with a Twitter account that's like irrelevant and then I'll tweet something that gets like so much response and I'm like, oh my I'm gonna God. Move to, like, I'm going to move to like uh, England or something like that or like... But like the countryside and I'm going to do something to piss Mac off and I'm going to have diehards on my doorstep. Yeah, you guys are ride or dies and I appreciate you so much. I feel like I could just like do a bat signal on Twitter and people would actually like show up for me. So. I don't know if I got it like that. I think you could start <laughs> wars. I don't know if I got it like that. But nonetheless, I really do appreciate yeah. your support. I'm not from here, right? Like I'm, I'm from the other side of the country and I very much have been welcomed with open arms into the Arizona sports community. And I, yeah. I very much appreciate that. We appreciate you all so much. Mama Chris, especially Charles mm. Waddell Pike. You have our hearts. Real ones. We love you. We love you. Chris, and we are your soldiers, Mac. I need to not tweet anymore. Someone yeah, needs to take I'm my a, Twitter I'm account you, away. I'm going to steal your phone and get you banned <laughs> off Twitter. <laughs> my Twitter needs to be taken away from me. I love you all so much. Thank you for celebrating this second anniversary with us. Here's to two more years and many, many more beyond that. PHNX and All City is taking over you guys i'm not i wish moon. i could tell you i wish i could tell you all the cool things the that moon. are about to happen but i can't because i've been sworn to secrecy i promise you guys though so many jptr so many cool are jupiter happening. coming soon oh it's gonna be great i hope you all have a wonderful weekend and World. hey if you want to join the family it's not too late sign up to be a diehard go to gophnx.com join the diehard family you get so many great benefits 20 percent off merch all the time discounts on events first dibs on tickets access to diehard only content and diehard only merch the list goes on and on like oh, join cardinals the diehard family. Cardinals watch parties yeah we're doing a watch party out at bet mgm for the cardinals sunday, game on sunday sunday, sunday. sunday. Is sunday, at 10, sunday. so you can pull up to bet mgm at nine, nine. we're gonna be out oh, there oh it's brunch Hey, get the hey, get the pancakes. Get the pancakes. I'm gonna tell you right now. The the brunch, the brunch at the sports book, the M Bet MGM sports book is stupid. It goes stupid. crazy. It goes crazy. I don't even <laughs> like lemon flavored baked goods. I say it all the time. The lemon, That's the lemon butter take. milk pancakes that they have. Lemon bars are elite. I know, I know. It's a hot take. It is what it is. But they, they, their food trust. The breakfast goes crazy. Show up at 9 a.m. You will not regret it. Screw football. <laughs> Go for the food. Come to our Cardinals watch party, the Bet MGM Sportsbook, on Sunday, starting at 9 a.m. Sign up to be a diehard and join the best fam. As you saw at the beginning of the show, we have the best diehards on the planet, and you can be one of them. We love you all. We thank you all so, so, so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Go Cards. Go D-backs. We'll see you next Friday.